Hi, friends. I'm Mandy. And I'm Missy. And we're the Wayward Homesteaders. In this podcast, we will talk about homesteading and homeschooling. We will cover topics like food preservation, gardening, unschooling, and all the things we enjoy doing with our families. Grow with us as we talk about creating a homestead full of poop, plants, permaculture, and everything in between. Hey friends, this is Mandy from Chapel Hill Forge. And this is Missy from Homesteading Roots. So I'm coming to you again from the porch because, or the deck, the back deck, because it's beautiful for the last day, well, when we're at the time of the recording, last day of August. There's like a breeze, it's like in the high 60s, it's not humid yet, it's amazing. So um, hopefully it's not too distracting with my roosters and my turkeys and whatever. We are down to one guinea. It got uh, pancaked in the road this week. <sighs> Sigh. We started with five. Three of them got taken out by the predator. One is now a pancake in the road, and we have one left. So we might get some more. They are very challenging to keep in, um, which sort of leads me into what we're going to talk about today. Um, we're going to be talking about our favorite YouTubers and one of my favorite YouTubers, so we'll talk about in a minute, actually talked about in one of their videos that guineas is one of the animals that they would never have on their homestead again. So I love them and I will definitely, you know, obviously we're going to keep the one that we have and we may get some more, um, but they do come with their challenges. So today, um, like I said, we're going to focus on our favorite YouTubers. Everybody learns in a different way. So some people learn best by books, some by listening like to a podcast um, or an audiobook. Um, some people just love like a physical book in their hand, which Missy and I love, but finding time to do that with littles is challenging. Um, and then some people learn by visual. I didn't think that I was a visual learner. Um, but maybe a year or so ago, I kind of noticed that my dad was like watching YouTube a lot. And I was like, this is so interesting. Like, I would guess I just always thought YouTube was like a time waster, which is so funny now because like I almost always have it going in the background, like in the kitchen while I'm canning or whatever. Um, but, you know, my dad would be watching YouTubers like Retired at 40 or Living Traditions Homestead and especially when he got his freeze dryer. He's had his freeze dryer probably a little over a year and a half and he was always learning tips from them and I was like oh, this is kind of interesting and he's retiring soon. He actually is retiring in one month which I can't even. I think he's been there like I don't know 35 or 40 years it's crazy how long he's been at his where he works he's an engineer um so he's retiring at the end of September and I think that him and his dog Ava who is a four pound teacup Yorkie um she cannot wait so um he's also been soaking in all these woodworking videos and following YouTubers about woodworking and setting up his shop so in his retirement his plan is to do um, he's kind of like me, I guess he has kind of a variety of things he enjoys and different skills. So he's going to be doing some consulting and he's going to be starting his woodworking business and just kind of doing a bunch of different things. So he's soaking in all those YouTubers. And I give you that little bit of backstory because I think that YouTube is so cool in that it really can appeal to kids who are being homeschooled. So, you know, in the elementary and middle school ages and then there's definitely youtubers suited for high schoolers um and then there's youtubers for like you know middle of life people like me and missy you know 30s 40s whatever um and then you know my dad is in his 60s so there's definitely youtubers that appeal to that crowd um and as far as content goes and topics go there are youtubers i think literally for everything you could possibly imagine if you need to fix your toilet you know there's a youtube video about that we needed to fix our dryer last week there was a youtube video about that uh, we actually had to fix our toilet also shocking there's always something to fix um but there's always a youtube video and almost always i mean we're getting to the point where youtube videos really nail down to the nitty-gritty like there was a youtube video specifically for my dryer and it's make and model. It's not like I was just looking at a random Maytag and we had to figure out what to do. So Missy and I are both huge fans of YouTube. Um, we follow probably, if you looked at our subscription list, I'm guessing like 80% of them are the same people. Um, so we're going to get right into that and just talk about the ones that we, we really love, what we love to learn from them, 
Um, and then hopefully you can go subscribe to those people and you can learn from them too. So probably our favorite mutual favorite between Missy and I is three rivers homestead. Um, Jessica is just fantastic. Her videos come out every Sunday morning. Missy and I geek out about it every like Saturday night. We're like, Oh, I can't wait to see what Jessica is going to talk about tomorrow. Um, she only puts out one video a week. Um, but it's always like a really good high quality, usually like a 30 minute video. Typically, um, it's on uh, something about homesteading or homeschooling. I mean, basically, you know, the two things that Missy and I are very passionate about. Um, in August, she every week she did um, something about the Every Bit Counts Challenge. If you're not familiar with that, you can check that out on YouTube or Instagram. Basically, it's that you preserve something every day in the month of August. Um, I love kitchen videos. They're my favorite. I love getting inspired by um, different ideas and thinking about like food in ways I haven't thought about it before and ways to not waste food and use all of it. Um, and she, her and I have a different approach to homeschooling, but I do still love to follow what she's doing because she's homeschooling. Okay. Miss remind me, she has seven kids and is pregnant with the eighth, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, she has a range of kids. I think her oldest Gabriel is maybe 15-ish, 14-ish, um, and then she is pregnant. The one next to the, you know, who she, the one she's pregnant with is Benji, and I think he's two. So I appreciate her homeschool approach in that, you know, mine are 12, 3, and 1. My 12-year-old is unschooled, but maybe my 3-year-old and my 1-year-old are not going to like that approach. They may decide, I like curriculum, I like getting my hands into books, you know, we're not sure. We're still figuring out what their learning styles are, obviously. So it's great to follow her. If you have a range of children, you're trying to do a lot of things at once. Um, Missy, what do you love about Jessica? So I love how she's just simple. Um, I love the simple lifestyle and um, just the different ways that she preserves food and the things that she thinks of that like we normally don't think of. We're like, oh yeah, you know, let's Let's freeze our little um, our little bunch of tomatoes until we have a bigger, you know, bag of tomatoes to be able to do our sauce. Me, I'm like, well, I can't do anything with these because I have four tomatoes and that's not enough to do sauce. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, Jessica taught me, you know, put them in a freezer bag, put them in the freezer. And then when you get your neck, like, why didn't I think of that before she had to tell me that? She's um, seriously the person that taught me that. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that I'm like, wow, if it wasn't for Jessica, I would never have known that. So I also, much. She's right, like a textbook. Right, exactly. I also love how she's so set in what she believes in. Like, she is like, this is what works for my family. It might not work for your family, but I'm sharing with you it works for our family. This is how we do it. And there's nothing wrong with you doing it differently. It's nothing wrong with me doing it differently. This is just, like I said, what works for our family and this is how we do it. So I just, I find comfort in that because I feel like in this world, she's a strong woman. Oh my gosh. And you know, we have, this is a, for another podcast, but Missy and I have had this conversation so many times about, we have like church anxiety and you know like you don't really want to be in a church setting we love jesus we you know believe in him and all that kind of thing um but we don't need to have the church setting in order to feel close to god and um you know jessica they do they do home church wait can i can i butt in here for a minute i'm sorry i'm i'm sitting out back in our sunroom and we have like this resident frog and <laughs> he's every, back every time we're out here he makes an appearance and i swear he knows that i'm scared to death of him i don't know why i'm scared to death of him i think i'm scared to death because he's like gluey he's one of those um oh gosh those green he's not normal like toad or anything he's one of those green frogs and he comes out and looks at me and I swear he's going to jump in my lap. I'm all about nature and a good deer in the woods or in the field, but I am not about a frog in my lap. I can't. It's so funny. It's always with you. Right. So It's okay. coming back to Pennsylvania with you. You're going to bring back some invasive species because it's going to hop in your suitcase. I can't. Like, he looks at me. He, he turns his head and, like, looks at me when I move. And then all of a sudden I'll hear this splat. And then I look and he's, like, a foot closer. 
Oh my gosh. I'm like, nope, I'm out. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I just had to move all my stuff. He's going to make you like him. He is. Um, So anyway, like, Missy and I... We're just not about like a church setting. And so Jessica does home church. Um, her husband, Adam, like kind of like prepares church for them each Sunday. Um, he works outside the house right now. She's mentioned many times that their goal is to bring him home, but they're just not quite there yet. Um, and they home church, I think for multiple reasons. I, I She's mentioned that a big reason is that their oldest, Gabe, has an anaphylactic dairy allergy. And it's just really hard to control that situation in a large setting like at a church. Um, and so they're able to keep that under control. So if you're a family that's fighting a lot of allergies, so um, Gabe has the dairy allergy. Uh, Jessica has a gluten allergy. Um, I think she has celiacs. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I think she does. And so she does do gluten at all so if you're a family that's trying to do home preserved food and do really good quality food they're such a great family to follow she i mean they have a lot of adversities they have the allergies um you know adam is not home with her during the week um super supportive of her obviously in the evenings and on the weekends but just not during the week he's you know he's at work um and they they just like Missy said, she's just a calm presence, such a calm presence. And we just love watching her on Sundays, um, which sounds so silly. It's like like we're going to church with Jessica every Sunday morning. Um, OK, so Three Rivers Homestead, follow them on Instagram, follow them on YouTube. Um, next one, probably our second favorite mutual second favorite is Roots and Refuge. She's super popular on YouTube. Um, so Jess Sowers, she lives in South Carolina. Oh, Jessica is in Ohio also. So we, I love to follow her because she, it, from Three Rivers Homestead, because she's in the same, basically the same zone as me. Um, so a lot of the same gardening things apply for me here in Pennsylvania. So anyway, Jess Sowers, Roots and Refuge. She's in South Carolina, came from Arkansas. Um, I think they came, we've mentioned this, I think actually in last week's podcast. Um, I, I don't remember how many acres they came from in Arkansas. It was, it was smaller, maybe four. I don't remember. Um, but the, the farm they're on now, I think is 24 acres. So they have a lot going on there. They have a dairy cow. They're raising pigs. Um, they're do. I think they have beef cattle, right? Yeah, I think they just Not recently... A- yeah, not a ton, but yeah. Um, obviously they have chickens. Um, she did get rid of her goats. They don't have goats anymore, but she has beautiful gardens. Like that's her huge passion. Um, is she loves gardening. I love. Uh, she doesn't do as many of them as she does like outside farm garden things. But I love when she has kitchen days, um, because she is one hundred percent me. Ooh. I am. Oh my, so Missy will probably touch on this in a second, but I am 100% like 500 miles an hour every day, all day. There's a hundred things happening in my kitchen all the time. There's a hundred things on my to-do list. Um, And that is, that is Jess at Roots and Refuge. And I probably find comfort in the fact that I'm not the only one that's flying around like crazy all the time. Um, So go ahead, Miss. I know you love her. I mean, probably more than I do even. So talk about what you love about Jess. So it's funny. Um, Mandy loves, you know, the fast paced Jess. I also love a part about Jess that she can slow down and she can take time to appreciate a sunset or a swing hanging in an old tree. Um, it's not often, but she does. And like the other day, she just was sitting on her porch, um, snapping beans and was just talking. And I, I felt like I was talking to a friend or you know, um, she's just someone, she romanticizes over the simple things of her farm and realizes how much hard work goes into it so that she can enjoy that. And, um, I also like her too, because, you know, she, her kids go to public school. Um, so I can kind of resonate with her, you know, when she brings up, talks about issues with the public school or like getting her kids ready for school, because like we had mentioned before, Mason goes to public school. So I can, I can relate to that. Um, I also feel she's, she's very emotional and she loves deep. So she'll talk about, you know, things that her family's going through. Like she had just recently lost a really good friend that if you watch her, she always has these really cool, um, pottery mugs that she carries her coffee around in. And this friend had made all those mugs for her. And I'm not sure what happened. She doesn't go in and explain, but she shares a video and she just pours her heart out about, you know, how, 
how fast life goes and like, you know, to be always thinking about the unexpected, but not like dwelling on it. And I don't know, we've, we've had a lot of losses in our, gosh, in our past three, four years. And I just feel like that video really spoke to me because, you know, every now and then I just need somebody to snap, snap me back into reality and be like, look, like you're living a beautiful life. Um, you have a beautiful house, you have a beautiful family, you know, and I'm like, what, what am I complaining about? Um, so I do love that. I'm not so much like, like Mandy said, I like her kitchen videos. I don't really like garden tour videos. They just don't really do anything for me. I don't know, maybe because I don't have a big garden yet or, you know, I just, it doesn't really connect with me. Maybe sometime it will, but she does do a lot of garden tours and she's in her garden a lot. And I mean, that's great for her. That's where she finds peace. And she just loves that. Um, her husband, Jeremiah, I think is hilarious. He's doesn't really like to be on the camera very much. Um, but when he does, he's very like informative. Um, they, I love the love that they share for each other. Um, she makes a point in one video to say that, um, their biggest thing in their marriage is they want to recognize each other's dreams and try and make those dreams happen. Well, growing up, Jess always wanted a red barn and it was just something she always wanted. They didn't have it in their, um, Arkansas farm. And when they moved to this farm, Jeremiah built her a red barn and like that just spoke to her heart. And, um, one of his one of his big things is that he always wanted horses. Well, I guess they had had horses and then had to get rid of them for whatever reason. So now they're on this farm, they got horses and like his one, another one of his dreams is he's always wanted to build a house for his family. So like they're working on, you know, doing that. Jessica had a dream that she wanted to be able to like teach the community. So now they're coming. Um, I guess they bought, did they buy two properties or one property? Ooh, uh, I thought it was one, but I could be wrong. It might be one property, but it's like two or three buildings or something in the town where they live. And they're turning it into like a farm store where people can go and get like the supplies they need to raise chickens or to milk cows or to make cheese. And then they're going to have like their classroom. We've talked about like the waiting room in the classroom. They're going to have a classroom in there. And she's like, I just imagined this big like long wooden table and everybody's sitting at the table and teaching and doing hands-on and I don't know I just I love her passion I feel like she's sincere and she really cares and I, I don't know she just gives me the warm fuzzies <laughs> the warm fuzzies yeah Maya is her husband reminds me so much of Zad because he's just like doing his thing building things always you know whatever Jess needs done like he's doing it um and that is Zad like to a T they even even their demeanor I feel like is very similar um you know Zad will be on camera but he's not like uh, hungry to be you know on camera kind of thing um so yeah they they are who together I love watching them they have five kids I think Mm -hmm. uh, and a blended family, which is something else. She doesn't talk about that a whole lot, um, but she has mentioned it. And, you know, obviously something else that Missy and I can relate to. Um, okay, so another one that we love is venison for dinner. Um, oh. If you are looking for learning and a good laugh, she's a hoot. Um, she cracks me up. Missy turned me on to her. Um and she just kills me. Missy probably watches her more than me. So I'm going to let you start with her. Yeah. So she's, she's funny. She, um, one video, like the, the title to her video was new goat. Who this? So, like, <laughs> so me and Mandy, like that's our joke now because we both died at that. It was the funniest oh, thing. So now we're always like skinny hubby. Who this? <laughs> <laughs> And our husband. I, I posted a picture of Zed. So if you've been following along, you know Zed had a heart attack in December. He's down almost 100 pounds. And I had posted a picture back in like May because he was holding a trellis that I picked up. And Missy comments, skinny hubby who does? And I about <laughs> fell off my chair. So, oh man, that's the best. button. I do it all the time. Like, I'll get something in the mail and be like, new book, what this? it's the best yeah she's funny because she'll make you laugh um she's just 
you know, does her thing. They have, oh gosh, how many kids do they have? Oh, I'm not sure. Man, four or five? Four or five. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. But um, her husband, I guess, not recently, maybe within like the last year or two, quit his full-time job to be at home and he hunts and fishes. They live in Canada, right? Yeah, I'm thinking, man, I don't know what province they're in though. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, So yeah, he fishes and hunts and like that's what they eat. You know, that's their main source of protein. They have milk cows. She milks the cows. The kids go out and help her. Um, She does a lot of kitchen videos too and has some really cool ideas. Um, I actually got my sandwich bread recipe from her and it's the best i it makes two loaves at at one sitting and it's great it has very little crust um we can link it the recipe if you want to um and it's great now of course the big flop of a vacation we had at mandy's (laughs) if anything could have went right it would have been a miracle um i tried to make this bread there and it was a total flop now, mind you, I've made this bread probably 40 times here, and never once has it been a flop. That totally was a flop. It was just part of the theme. It was, right. Um, yeah, so she is very comical. She finds humor in simple things like Mandy and I do. Um, <laughs> she, let me think, She's. I don't know if she's birthed all her children at home, but... I know her last one she definitely has, and that story is on her YouTube channel, and it's pretty interesting. Um, I think they do have family clothes. I think that they both were born in Canada. I'm not exactly sure where, um, but, you know, that's their hometown, and they deal with some pretty extreme weather, and they document that and talk about that, and they have a huge garden, Um other than their cows, I honestly don't even know what. They definitely uh, have chickens because okay. she, she did a really funny, I think it was a short or it was a TikTok. I don't remember. Um, and someone was asking her how she feeds her extra milk or her spoiled milk to the chickens. And she's like, guys, you're way overcomplicating this. Take the milk bucket and dump it in the bowl. The chickens will eat the milk. <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious. It I was mean, so she's funny. just. Right. Like, don't make it harder than it needs to be. Just do it and get it done. So I just really enjoy her because she's funny and she has good content. I think the video that sold her for me was she was, like, reorganizing one of her jar shelves one day. And she, like, kept pulling down these jars that had no labels. I'm like, raise your hand. Mm-hmm. It's me. I'm great. <laughs> so, Okay. So those are probably our top three-ish. Um, we also love Holler Homestead. They're not new to me necessarily, and this is going to sound so dumb, but we, when Zad and I met, we were talking about our like dream car, and I told him that I wanted a black excursion. Um, and of course, it had to be seven three liter. If you're um, you know, into Fords at all, you know, that seven, three liters are way better than six O's. And that's what I wanted. And last summer we finally found it's not black and it doesn't have leather seats. That was its only two drawbacks, but we finally found a seven, three liter excursion. It's the same year as our pickup. It's literally identical to our pickup, our two fifty, except that it's an excursion. It doesn't have a bed on it. Um, and it, it's a unicorn. I mean, it's a hard truck to find, especially in a seven, three liter. It had almost no rust. It's got a teeny little bit of rust on my door, um, at the, you know, right at the foot panel, which I feel like that's normal. Um, and it only had a hundred thousand miles on it. So when I was scrolling through YouTube one day, I saw this family and they had an excursion and I was like, Oh, solidarity. I need to watch these people. And so that is why I started watching Holler Homestead. I know that sounds really dumb. Um, but that's why I started watching them. Cause they also had an excursion. Um, but, I really like them. They have a super cool story. They came from California. They were literally on the brink of divorce and they were like, listen, we need to get out of here or we're getting divorced. And they wound up in North Carolina, Um, South Carolina, somewhere in that ballpark. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they've talked about their growing zone and I'm pretty sure that they're somewhere around there. Yeah, Um, because I think they're with Justin Rhodes. They're in North Carolina. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, so they have maybe five kids, I think. Um, mm-hmm. They have a two-year-old. She's really funny. Um, she reminds me so much of, of my Jamie who just turned three and she's just all over the place. And like, she's in the video, she's not in the video. She's here, she's there, she's everywhere. Um, they do a lot of, um, she's in the kitchen a lot. Um, almost all the time she's in the kitchen. Um, he does a lot of cool stuff like with his compost. He builds his compost pile in his chicken coop, which I have not done and is a goal on my list. Um, they raise pigs. They have a dairy cow, fairly new to them. I think having a dairy cow, um, they do a video almost every day. I would say at least four to five times a week. They're usually like 15 to 20 minutes. Um, they're another one I kind of just have on in the background. Like if I'm canning, Zad set a TV up for me in the kitchen so I can like, you know, binge YouTube while I'm canning. And, um, yeah, they just have really cool, different things going on. They're very candid about the fact that, like, they don't know everything, and they're just learning, and come learn with them. Um, you know, he mentioned in a video that I was watching yesterday that, like, people come at him like, oh, you should have this, and you should have that. And he's like, dudes, we're just learning, and everybody's homestead is different, and my topography is different than yours, and so I not might not be able to do it the same way as you. Um, so I love them. Meg is great in the kitchen. Um, she just seems very practical like me. She doesn't overcomplicate things. She's just trying to get food put up on the shelf and not waste. Um, and so, yeah, they're a really great family to follow. What do you love about them? Um, so they're kind of newer to me. I did, the first time I saw them was on um, the, what was it? The rooted, um, hey. lifestyle with Justin Rhodes. That's the first I've heard of them. Um, and that's on abundance plus, um, it's really great. Like their story is amazing and just how they came together, came back together. They were falling apart. And like Mandy said, on the brink of divorce and they just, you know, got their stuff together. They sold off what they didn't need. I think they moved in a van or something. Yeah, or a camper or something. I don't know. And then they bought this land, and now they have all this land that they're like slowly setting up. And it's just neat watching. Fourteen acres. Okay, it's neat watching like their their adventures and how they take this raw land and like turn it into their homestead. Um, One of the recent ones I watched, they were having like the power company was coming out and hooking up the power to like the old farmhouse that um, it's not even like livable on the property, but they were going to be hooking up the power and like hoping it didn't cause a fire and, you know, just, just the normal things. They're also the people that kind of gave me the inspiration. Like when we first started selling this house, I had big dreams, like big dreams. I'm like, okay, we're going to move into a five to 10 acre farm and we're going to have this, this, and this. And then like they came across my radar and I started watching them and I'm like, look, what really matters? Like, does how many acres I have, is that going to make us happy? Like, no, what's going to make us happy, happy is what we build on, on whatever land we have or don't have, um, and can do the dreams that, you know, gardening and maybe have a cow. It doesn't have to be this big, huge thing, like start small. Maybe eventually it could get to that, but I don't know. They just really helped me zone in and be like, look, you don't need all the stuff to start. Like, just go and do it and get it started and things will come and you'll learn different things and it'll look diff- completely different than what you dream sitting in Florida. Um, so I don't, I really enjoy them just cause they're down to earth. Um, all natural people. There's no BS. Um, what you see is what you get. And I just, I, I mean, I've struggled through relationships in my life and I know how hard marriage is and, um, you know, I just really can resonate with them. Yeah. And they, um, uh, crap. What was I going to say? You had said something and I was like, Oh yeah, I want to talk about that. Oh, their property that they bought. So it had like a trailer and which was livable, but needed a little work. And then the farmhouse that Missy mentioned, which was not inhabitable. And there was just a bunch of junk on this farm and they have a great video. I think it's about three years old where they kind of show you around this property and it's it's just so cool like you know they wanted to buy it in cash you know that's a dream of zad and i's is to sell off this house and buy the next property in cash 
so that we don't have debt, you know, on our house. And our only debt is the, the, what we have left on our mortgage, um, which is great. And, you know, I, I realize like that's not even possible for some people. And that seems like a dream all in itself, you know, but one of our dreams is to just have zero debt. And um, so I just, I loved that part of their story. So, um, okay. Holler Homestead. Um, next one. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to put this on the list cause she doesn't exactly YouTube, um, really anymore, but is old fashioned on purpose. Um, so that's Jill Winger with Prairie Homestead. She currently, I think she's putting up a couple videos. It's just not her passion. Um, she'd rather, I, it sounds like write books and podcasts. Um, but she does record her podcasts. Um, and put them up as YouTube videos. So Jill has really great just content in general. I love her podcast. Um, she really goes like a step beyond homesteading. I mean, she's been homesteading for a long time. And so she, uh, they bought a, what do they call it? I always crack up at, at what it's called a fountain, a, a soda fountain. Um, yeah. It's kind of just like a little cafe, you know, kind of thing in their little town and they're converting that. And so they've really moved, you know, she kind of talks about how there's stages of homesteading and like, you know, there's the stage where you're dreaming. There's the stage where you're just getting started. There's the stage where, um, you know, you have a lot of your systems in place and you really know what you're doing. And so the next step is to start building the community and getting out into the community. Um, and Zad and I are sort of in between like step three and four, I guess, you know, like we have our homestead here. We have really kind of, almost maxed out on what we can do here um but we have a lot of systems in place that make life easy you know not easy that's not the right word um <laughs> make it easier you know we when it's time for me to do animal chores zad has really just made things as smooth as possible you know barring any predators and crap like that um but you know he just loves engineering that kind of stuff so he's really made it as simple as possible for me um and anyway, so we are at that point where we're ready to kind of step out and do something in the community. And we feel like in our, in our little tiny way, that's going to be offering homestead tours. So we've been asked about this a million times, um, especially being in the homeschool community. Um, people want to come see what's going on here, which at first kind of cracked me up because I was like, listen, um, there's a lot of things laying around um my kids toys are all over the back deck there might be a wrapper that blew in from the road you know i don't like expect to come and it's just this picturesque little thing but i think people are just fascinated by the fact that like we do only live on three acres and we have a lot going on here and we are really trying our best at least to maximize this space so we feel like a small step towards that community involvement is going to be having homestead tours and kind of opening people's eyes to what they can do on a small property. Um, so anyway, Jill really gives me the inspiration to keep pushing towards that because, you know, of course, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know that Missy and I like want to build community, but we're kind of hermits. And so we're trying to find the balance in that. Um, and I think for me at this stage, this is the next step for us that allows me obviously to still be home, to share my love for homesteading and homeschooling and to be able to bring people here and help them learn. Um, so you, do you watch Jill a lot? Listen to her podcast. I don't, I don't know if you're quite as immersed in Jill as me. I'm not yet. Um, her podcast was the first thing that I came upon. Um, and then I went to YouTube and like you said, she doesn't make, uh, videos much anymore, but she has older videos. Um, and they're really good. I, what I really enjoy about Jill is she promotes the take your kids along with you yeah. like, to do your homesteading things. Um, they live in South Wyoming mm -hmm. and they have some pretty extreme cold and, but she'll bundle the kids up and, you know, take them out and right. Like they chip ice in the waters and they get extra hay for the animals. And I love that. Like, I love when people talk to me about that because that's one of our goals is, you know, to have the kids with us. Now Mason's kind of beyond, he has no interest in it, but like Jared and Sawyer are still moldable. Um, like, teaching them the skills and just having them be part of it and having them experience the joy of knowing that 
you know, I help take care of this animal or, you know, explaining to them when we sit down for dinner that we grew these vegetables or we raised this beef, you know, that kind of stuff. And she's really great with that. Um, she explains, you know, in her own words, how much that benefits them. And then that leads into the whole homeschooling, you know, they homeschool and they, I think they do curriculum, but I think you too. Yeah. yeah, I think they kind of do a little of both a little unschooling and curriculum because, you know, kids are obviously learning constantly on the farm. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy that about her. And she does talk a lot about like mom experiences with homesteading and like making relationships outside of your homestead and how difficult that could be. She also um, has church trauma, which mm, yeah. I can resonate with very well. Um, church trauma, correct? Church hives. Right. Um, yeah, so I just, I really enjoy that about her. Yeah. And she, so, okay, so Jill kind of leads me into my next person. So Jill does take her kids along. She talks about in one of her podcasts how when they were little, like she put them in the stroller and baby wearing was not for her and all of that. So baby wearing leads me to my next favorite person. Uh, maybe not next favorite. I don't know that these are necessarily in an order. Just the next person on my list um, is Farmhouse on Boone. So I um, wasn't sure about watching Lisa at first because she has like a very pretty white house. And I'm like, this isn't for me. Um, but I severely misjudged. I started listening to her podcast and I got hooked. Um, and then, so I started and I don't watch all of her YouTube videos because she does do a lot of videos on like decorating. Um, and I don't decorate. Um, my mom says I decorate in my own unique way. I'm like, do you mean I decorate with like the paint that's on the wall that Jamie threw or what are you talking about? Um, so Lisa loves to baby wear. She wears, if you watch her, she's always got a baby on her. If you watch me on YouTube, I always have a baby on me. Not always. Most of the time I have a baby on me. Um, so I love that about Lisa. Um, she recently got a freeze dryer. So I'm excited to kind of like follow her and see what she does with her freeze dryer. <clears throat> she is huge into fermenting and sourdough. So <laughs> if that is your thing, she's your girl. Um, I am, oh, man, Missy and I have a lot of fermentation and sourdough trauma also we must sound like basket cases miss right. um right we got church trauma we got sourdough trauma we have tried sourdough so many times and we have just when we did kombucha yeah we did we great did. at it yeah. um i don't know what her deal is with sourdough honestly we think we figured out the problem we need to fresh mill the grain Mm -hmm. before we start the sourdough for it to be its best so we're getting there i might take that on as a winter project her and i both missy and i both currently have some fresh ferments going on vegetables oh no you pickled your okra and i'm fermenting my okra that's what we did yeah uh, so i'm trying that again i did successfully ferment my lemons um so i was pretty excited about that i did get some commies on them but they were fine no black mold or green or blue or any funny colors um so anyway if you're into that lisa is definitely all about like vintage shopping and vintage decor and farmhouse decor and things like that um if you're into that sort of thing um any comments on lisa um i like how she talks about different seasons for like the homestead as far as like, you know, in the summertime she milked the cows. Well, then she had a baby and now her husband milks the cows and yeah. how they just kind of fall into these different roles and how it's okay to have things you enjoy and have things you don't enjoy about the homestead. Um, I also love that she like bakes from scratch and she'll do some of her shopping tours, like um, where she gets her groceries and stuff. And they have a whole like gaggle of kids. I, are they six? <laughs> They have seven. I seven. think it was number seven, yeah. Yeah, so it always amazes me because I feel like when I go to the grocery store and we have seven people in the house, I come home and my the back of my car is just bogged down with food and all kinds of stuff. And then I feel like I'm always standing in front of the pantry like, okay, we have nothing to eat. Um, she'll do like her shopping trips and she'll have her little tiny kitchen table and there'll be like 10 or 15 things on it. But she has like 20 meals planned for like all of this stuff and she goes through and explains what she uses everything for and it's it's fascinating to me because I wish I could be like that and you know look at an ingredient and be like oh I can make this meal out of that ingredient 
um, I, I don't know. She, she's just calm. And like Mandy said, everything's white and I can't, I can't really get into that. Um, whatever it works for her. It's what she enjoys. Um, but yeah, she's big on decorating and sewing and those, those two things just don't, I don't have patience for that. Um, <laughs> not that decorating is a bad thing. And like Mandy said, we all decorate in our own little ways and not even realize it. Um, but she's, she's a, just a good hearty person to yeah. learn from. And she, she's kind of funny because like they have a system where like all the shoes and socks stay at the door, which I mm-hmm. love. Um, we, all of our shoes stay at the door too, for the most part. I'm, I'm considering bringing our socks to the door. Um, she doesn't, there's just not a lot of fluff. Like, I don't know if she directly inspired this or not, but I don't fold towels anymore. Um, our towels get thrown in a box and you just pick out the towel that you need. Our bar mops do not get folded anymore. Well, unless my husband does it. He wants them folded. I don't fold them. Um, they just get thrown in the drawer. Uh, and I just, I love that kind of, why should I spend freaking 30 minutes folding these stupid towels? Like, I'm just going to throw them in the drawer. Everyone else is just going to pull it out and unfold it anyway. So I don't know that she directly said, don't fold your towels. But I was inspired <laughs> by her attitude towards these kinds of things to not fold my towels. Um, okay, so two more that I know we both follow pretty heavily is Living Traditions Homestead and Homesteading Family. Both of them have just amazing tips on growing herbs and using herbs. Um, Heartway Farms, too. Lots of tips on herbs. Um, mm-hmm. The Heartway Farms Homesteading Family Living Traditions. If you are into gardening, growing herbs and using your herbs, um, freeze-drying, preserving food, um, they have great tips on all of that living traditions they have two kids who are older i think high school and college homesteading family she's pregnant with her 10th um heartway farms i think they have six um and heartway farms is interesting if you're in a situation where your spouse or one of you is still working um so he josh is a full-time firefighter and then annie's home with the kids they have a little shop on their property so they offer um like their cornish cross chickens that they raise and they make soap and tinctures and you know things like that they sew aprons so if you're into like starting uh kind of a business out of your homestead they're an awesome follow for that um they are in illinois illinois or indiana one or the other i think it's i don't remember it's one of one of the i states um Homesteading family is in Idaho, I believe. They're yes. on like 40 plus acres. They have a lot going on there. Um, and then Living Traditions, they are in Missouri. And they actually just move or in the process of moving from their smaller homestead to the farm that they just bought. So great. I mean, all kinds of different, all homesteading related, but different scenarios if you're in any of those situations. Um, okay, Miss, any comments on Heartway, Homesteading Family, or Living Traditions? No, not not really. Yeah. Um, homesteading Family, I think we found, I found her because I was learning how to water glass eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, her first, the first video I ever watched from Carolyn was water glassing eggs. And she does a really, she knows a lot of nitty gritty about the science of things. Right. Um, so she, you can just tell, she's just very well read. Um, and so if you're looking for like the science and you, you know, you're skeptical about certain things, she's a good one to follow about that kind of thing. Um, whispering willow, you want to talk about them? I just started following her like literally last week. Yeah. So, um, whispering willow, they are in Arkansas. They actually bought, um, Jess and Jeremiah from roots and refuge, um, old farm and, uh, I've just recently started watching them. I've watched maybe five or six videos. And um, the first video I watched, she had had emergency surgery um, for a tumor that she didn't even know she had. And um, I had a ectopic pregnancy and could kind of resonate with her. Like she spent the entire day in bed, like in the fetal position in pain and just trying to do what she could to avoid the doctor. But then, you know, like two or something in the morning her husband finally took her in and here it was like this big cyst and she ended up having like surgery on it and then um I guess there was some sketchiness about it that she was concerned so that was the first video I watched and I really liked how 
supportive her husband is um and her children you know she was down and out for i think she's only like two or three weeks out um of surgery and you know how her family pulled together to, to care for her and to you know take on her role in the homestead and give her time to rest and she talks a lot about what was that how many kids do they have three i believe okay. three girls yeah one is is so jameson yeah <laughs> Yeah. I think that their their oldest is like maybe 13 or 14 and they have like maybe a seven or eight and then like a two or three year old um, all girls and they're just they're they're very nice and um, they don't have huge like I said you know they're bought Roots and Refuge old farm so it was like what four or four or five acres if that even yeah. um, but just all the stuff that they're doing they have greenhouses which interests me and they have pigs which is a new interest to me so like learning along with them and um that kind of stuff is fun they do a lot of food preservation too which is neat um I guess they had recently gotten a freeze dryer and the husband basically does the freeze drying and talks about all the different stuff he freeze dries and she goes through like top food preserving um like kitchen appliances you should have and then explains them all and just has really cool ideas for food preservation she also is another sourdough advocate god bless her Mm -hmm. um maybe one day i'll be but it hasn't been the past couple times i've done it now i did buy some rye grain to mill to see if i can get it going but she makes like noodles and crackers and um like breadsticks and all kinds of fun stuff so i really enjoy them um okay so we're at the 45 minute mark. Typically, Missy and I try to keep our podcast under 50 minutes, but we're like, we love this topic. So we'll run down a few more that we really love. Um, so if you're into gardening, MI Gardener is, and Epic Gardening, I feel like are my top two. If I have a gardening question, like they're the two I go to. Uh, Missy turned me on to Hey, It's a Good Life. If you're into worm farming, um, that she is great to follow. Just very very easy to learn from kind of person. Um, I also enjoy Elliot Homestead. I don't follow her super faithfully, but she is on like less than three acres, I think. So she is personally fascinating to me because if you look at the layout of her homestead, like if you look at, she's like a drone picture or whatever. Um, it's, it's compact. I mean, it's like us. She's got a lot going on in a small space. Um, Growfully with Jenna, she is also similar to my zone. She's in Ohio. Um, So I like to follow her just really like for seasonal tips, like, okay, get this in for the fall garden and kind of things like that. Um, uh, If you are in the homesteading community at all, you probably are familiar with Justin Rhodes and Melissa K Norris. Um, They just have great content. They've been around for a long time. Um, huge followings i mean they just have great content across all kinds of platforms um not maybe as many followers on youtube but better together homestead and mindful homestead i enjoy both of them they're sort of up and coming i guess maybe um like they're gaining traction i feel like youtube and they just are are cool down-to-earth people they remind me a lot of us um so i enjoy following them and i think that's all i have on my list for homesteaders who who anybody else missy um so i guess the other one i would add and she's new to both of us we had heard about her and listened to her on one of farmhouse on boone's um podcast is megan fox unlocked and she is in Lidditz, pa she in Lidditz? akron i think she's in akron 30 minutes me yeah yeah and she's Mennonite, and I mean, I don't know if any of you know, like, I grew up Mennonite, and um, I, she, I don't know, she just has, she doesn't do much, like, preserving, she does more come with me, a day in the life kind of thing, and this is what we do, um, they go and tour, like, different areas, and they talk about, like, having a staycation versus, like, spending money and traveling somewhere, which that's all well and good, and, you know, they're not against that, but Um, They'll visit like different areas in Lancaster and, you know, being in Florida and away from my hometown, I'm kind of like, oh, I was there, you know, or I know exactly where that is. They're driving down the roads like in the beginning of their videos. And I'm like, I know what road that is. And so I just like her. And she's funny. She's she started with her best friend, a um, YouTube 
like chat they get together at her in her living room and they have their coffee and they just do kind of like me and mandy do but they're on video and they just have a really good time talking about stuff and different things that they're struggling in but um yeah i really i really enjoy watching her and then um nikisha win she's more business focused um so if you have any questions about like starting a blog ebooks pdfs um she has like work from home ideas. Uh, she's a single mom of four and, um, she, I guess, left corporate to be at home with her kids. And now she just teaches people how to do all kinds of stuff on the computer and make a living and survive. Um, she's funny, uh, just cracks jokes in the middle of what she's talking about. And (laughs) she's great. Um, so yeah, I enjoy watching her other than that. Um, I mean, there's little ones here and there that like I'll, look at but they're the main ones that we pretty much watch yeah and nikisha is great like she's not like a homesteader or anything Mm -hmm. um but if you are looking to turn your homestead into a business or figuring out how to get another income stream or things like that um it's all applicable like it is it's good stuff she talks about ebooks and blogging and youtube and pinterest and like she just covers all of it um Sophia Lee is another good one. If you're interested in getting into blogging or trying to do some sort of content type um, business, she is great for that too, which, you know, all this stuff ties together. If, if you're going to be homesteading or whatever, um, you, you know, you're going to need those skills if you're going to try to do any kind of content about it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, as always, this gave you some inspiration um, you can go follow these people on YouTube. I'll link them in our show notes, of course, so that you can easily go find them. Um, and they're just great. And I think it's just always good reminder that you might not always like every single video, but that is the beauty of YouTube. You don't have to watch every single one. So, well, right. And I feel too that, like, if you're not a fan of YouTube, if you don't, if that's not your way of learning, a lot of them have websites and they have like their recipes and their everything printed out. You can go and it's a lot of it's free. Some of it you have to pay for, um, but they'll have even courses. Um, a lot of the, a lot of these people have Facebook pages. So there's other ways to connect with them too. If YouTube isn't your jam. Yeah, for sure. Most of them have blogs or Instagram something. Um, so Um, if you, as always have questions about any of the things we talked about today, you can find us at homesteadingroots.com or chapelhillforge.com. Um, Missy is on Facebook and Instagram. Zad and I are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and you can follow along on my blog. Missy's working on a bunch of eBooks. Um, so you can find those on her website too. So as always reach out to us with your questions and we'll see you guys next week. Bye friends. (laughs)